Arizona, 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 Arizona Sports. Burns and Gambo talk with the decision maker from the Coyotes front office. Brought to you by Midwestern University Clinics in Glendale. Faculty and graduate student-led comprehensive health care. Visit MWUClinics.com to schedule an appointment. Coyotes in the middle of their all-star break right now, and they are not back at it until Monday, February 6th, when they host Minnesota. That being said, it's always a pleasure to welcome in their general manager, Bill Armstrong, who joins us on the Arizona Sports Line for our weekly visit with a Coyotes front office insider. Bill, welcome back to the show. How's the break treating you so far? Well, pretty good. Pretty good. I was supposed to be with on with you guys a little bit earlier, but I went for a walk. And I noticed I didn't have any bars in my phone. Oh, man. <laughs> That's okay. We're yeah. always ready to accommodate you, my friend. We're always ready. I thought maybe you were trading one of your kids, working on a big deal, and you know, trying to get some talent in here and, and giving up some family members. But if that's not the case, we're okay. Well, you, you have to go for walks. When you're a GM, you have to have good walks. They're thinking. You, know, you need a lot of thinking time uh, you know, just to get things straight in your head. So. Uh, when I went for my walk, I went to hop on with you guys. I looked down, I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> you walked so far, you didn't know where you were. Pretty much. There was a lot, a lot of thinking going on. <laughs> yeah. let, let, let's start off with just just your thoughts on, on the first half of the season. It was very challenging. You guys started off on the road. You barely had any home games for two months, just four of them, and then back on the road. Just give me your thoughts overall on how the team fared the first half of the season. Yeah, we made it through that road trip, probably one of the most grueling road trips I've, I've been a part of. Um, you know, the team just fought. We, we kind of stayed in it, and I was really excited uh, just about you know, how we came out of that, that, that road trip and we got back into our, our building. And we, we, we found some, some really, really good uh, games at home where we were able to kind of win and uh, really kind of just, you know, compete hard. I, I, I think there's something in Mullet that gives us a little advantage. Sure. Um, it's, it's just a special place to play for us. So, I think the guys are excited to come home, and, and we played so well there, and uh, we've made games real tough in our barn. So it's been that, that part of the, uh, the first part of the season has been really good. We went through a down stretch where we just couldn't get a win. Uh, that was frustrating for the group, but for for over for, for most part, we were in a good spot here. Um, we've got a lot of our young guys like Gunther and the Mulders of the world, and Bench Malcolm and McBain's, and uh, some really Indian Michellis of the world, really you know, uh, had a really good start to the season. So that's been very positive. I think the other thing you look at, too, is culture, right? I mean, it's important to have the draft capital that you have to be able to build and, and get the quality talent that you need in here to win consistently. Everybody knows what the game plan is, but the players don't care about the kids that are coming in next year and the year after and how far they are. The players want to win hockey games, and, you know, you're seeing that. You're seeing the team go out and battle every night and win some games, and that's important, too, even for the younger kids that are going to be a part of your future, just to see... You know, not to have a losing culture because you know losing that you, you don't want to get accustomed to that too much. It beats an organization down. Yeah, well, it's, it's a great point by you. It's uh, we talk about it every day about not losing the room. You know, staying competitive and keep keep growing as an organization. And and it's the biggest thing for us is, is to make sure that as we go through this process of the rebuild that we fight every single night. It starts in practice. It starts in pregame skate. It starts every time they get to the rink and growing that culture. I think our coaches have done an outstanding job of that. Our leadership group has also done an outstanding job of keeping that group focused and no excuses. And, and we're in 
the majority of games because of that. Um, and I like the way that we fight uh, every single night we're in it. Um, and that's due to the culture that we're growing uh, with this organization. So I agree with you. It's a very important piece. And even though you're going the through the rebuild, you don't want to lose that. Bill Armstrong, general manager of the Coyotes, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show. Update the audience, if you will, on the status of Shane Gospahare, how he's doing after the injury, and how that injury impacts what, if any, decision you might have to make on him with the trade deadline coming up in, what, about a month or so, Bill? Yeah, we got a, we're a month away from, from the deadline, and uh, Ghost has played extremely well for us. He jammed his elbow. He's got a spring goal. It's got a little sprain going on in there, but he's been remarkably uh, healed, you know, really, really quickly so far in the process. So um, hopefully he's back before the deadline. Um, I think he will be. He's got a chance to uh, make that next step in with his rehab, and and hopefully he'll be he'll be in before the uh, uh, the deadline occurs. But uh, he's he's so we miss him. He's been somebody that's been consistent offensive threat. Since the day he's got here, and he's uh, he's a big chunk of our offense out. And uh, when he's in the lineup, he certainly makes a difference. It's always said that deadlines kind of spur action, and, and when you get back from the All Star break, is that is that kind of the unofficial launching point for the trade deadline and for the conversations to really start get pointed, or does it really start to happen a week before the deadline, three or four days before the deadline? Well, every GM sets off to get it done about a month before the uh, <laughs> before the deadline, and prices are way too high at that point. So it usually drags out, you know, right to the end, and about a week between about a week away, it starts to get really, really serious. But nobody's ready to make a decision, and prices are high right now, so nobody can settle. Um, so usually it happens in the last week uh, before the deadline or right up to the deadline. You know, I, I I just go back to all these trades. I remember when the Islanders traded for Butch Goring. I remember when they traded for Pierre Turgeon, that big trade with Buffalo. And Bo Horvat, the Canucks just really, really struggling. Um, you know, and obviously they hire uh, your former coach, Rick Tockett, to take things over with the struggles they've had. They move Bo Horvat. Big trade. They get, you know, they get a first-round pick back, lottery protected. They get a good prospect. They get a top six forward. Just the thoughts on a trade getting done a little little bit earlier than the trade deadline well they, they really kind of surprised i think the world of hockey with getting that trade done as early as they did um jimmy rutherford you know and patrick albine in vancouver locked into it lou wanted to get it done um i think lou had some uh some aspirations in the summer of getting some pieces and wasn't able to do it uh he was honed in on getting that done and he got it done and uh you know lou's been a GM for a lot of years when he wants something he goes out and gets it uh, so I, I thought it was a, it was a pretty good trade for both clubs. Uh, I think it works for both of them, and uh, I know the Islanders are happy to get it done uh, earlier. I, I'm always a big fan of you know if you're going to bring a piece in, that piece is going to be on the power play and, and play a, a huge role and be a part of your core. The earlier you can do it, the better off you are. Lots of lots of trades, you know, you know, happen when you know when you can improve your team. But how far away do you think you are from? And I'm not saying to, to go get a Horvat or to go get a Kachuk, but sometimes there are trades where you can, you know, you can give up a good player but get a good player back that could be a part of your core for a number of years. How far off do you think the organization is from making trades like that? Well, we're we're two years off uh, doing that. We've, you know, obviously we've. Put a lot of picks in the bank um, in, in those upcoming drafts where we can go to the, you know, we can uh, we can be at the draft and go buy a player. 
Um, so we'll see what's available at the time. But I would I would say right now the way the planning's going, it's about two years out from doing that. Um, those would be good days when we can <laughs> when right. we get there and we can start adding some players that can be some four pieces. But um, I, I like where we're at with the amount of assets that we have to go out and chase players and and you know two years from now uh, go out and buy a player. I think that will be a turning point for our organization and. Uh, it, you know, it'll come sooner than later, but for us, it's about two years out. Gimbo asked you a question earlier about kind of your thoughts at what is basically the midway point of the season with the All-Star break. What, what, what are your thoughts yeah. about Dylan and how this year has gone for him so far with you guys? Good. I mean, you know, it's, it's interesting being a rookie, you know, and he's, he's uh, he, if you give him time and space, you know, he's, he's really shown that he can, he can be an NHL player. Um, his biggest battles is when the big guys are leaning on him and the men, you know, are leaning on him. It's it's hard to get away. It's, it's hard to steal pucks. It's hard to get to the dirty areas. If uh, the, the one thing that you notice about him, especially in practice, you know, our goaltender's got a tough time keeping up to a shot. Um, he has an elite release. Um, when he gets some time and space on the power play, you can really see it come out. He's still got some growth in that area. He's going to have to do a lot of work and, and gain some strength in the summer, but he has shown really good flashes this year uh, of what he he's going to look like in the future. Yeah, Bill, we appreciate uh, the time as always. Thank you for carving out a few minutes, especially during the break. Sorry if we uh, mess with your your thought clearing walk in any way. We wouldn't we wouldn't want to mess with the flow, you know. So we apologize for that. Um, best hey, of luck. Well, thank, thank you guys very much. Absolutely. Thanks, Bill. You got it. We'll talk to you soon. Bill Armstrong, the general manager of the Coyotes, our guest here on the Burns and Gambo Show.